Welcome to Crime Time's first ever episode. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, thanks for taking the time to listen to our true crime stories. We are your hosts, Megan and Eloise, and with us as always is Lamona, Zoe and Say. Hi guys, welcome back. Today's episode is something we've wanted to talk about for a while now. It is the case of an unknown six-year-old girl whose body was discovered in a stormwater drain located in South River. It's one of those topics that's quite upsetting, especially because it's a girl of such young age. It's maddening, it's frustrating, but it will really blow you away to find out who has committed the crime. On the 13th of February 2020, at 5.24pm, Pete Andrews, a local dog walker, was walking past the South River Park when his dog started to bark uncontrollably. At the storm drain. He approached the drain to sadly discover the body of a young child. The body was slumped over a fallen tree branch. He saw the child had long golden hair, a ripped pink dress, white socks and black booties and determined that the young child was unfortunately a young girl. The local police were called at 5.43 in the afternoon and soon after the police arrived at the scene. So the detective on the case was Aaron Jones, a family man who has two loving daughters and a beautiful wife. He walks over to the scene of the crime and immediately stops dead in his tracks when he discovers the recently reported missing child, Adeline McCarthy. 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Hi, my name's Sister Anne McCarthy and I've lost my daughter Adeline McCarthy. We're at South River Park and I just don't know where she's gone. I've fallen asleep on the park bench because I have hay fever and I've taken Benogin and I've woke up and she's disappeared and I just don't know what to do. The first thing Aaron does is conduct an interview with Pete Andrews. Now, Pete was known as the town's local dog walker and he walked his dogs past the park every day at around the same time. He states his dogs are perfectly trained and never fuss over another dog or person who walks past them. So he knew something was wrong when they reacted that way towards the stormwater drain. Peter claimed in his interview that it was just another normal day. He left home at around 5pm to walk his dogs and once they got to the park, his dogs started to bark uncontrollably and that's when he discovered the body of the young girl. It wasn't just Peter that they interviewed that day either. The next people to arrive at the scene that evening was Selena, Adeline's birth mother, Suzanne and Dave McCarthy, Adeline's parents. They were taken over to where their daughter's body was. It was said that Suzanne was the one to break down in tears first and Dave and Selena stood back shocked. Suspicious? I think so. Aaron stated that he could see each parent was painfully coming to the realisation of the loss of their child and he decided to let them go without questioning due to grief. Around 3.45pm on February 14th, Peter Andrews was brought into the police station for further questioning. Aaron believed Peter was the number one suspect of this case and possibly the murderer because he goes past the children's park every day around the same time. He claimed that Andrews would have known the children very well and so therefore they wouldn't feel scared of him. He also thought that he could have used his dogs to bait the children. During the questioning, Peter told the police that they had the wrong person and that he remembered something suspicious from the night before he discovered the body. Peter claimed that he had come across Suzanne just after 6pm on his walk home with the dogs on the 12th of February. He explained that she told him that she was coming back from a cleaning job and that is why she was lugging around cleaning supplies as well as that her car was in the shop for repairs, which Peter found unfortunate and wished her a good night and went on his way. Police were confused by this information because Suzanne never mentioned being in the park later that night, so they investigated further and looked into the car shop. They found no record of her car ever being in the shop. 
This sparked theories and the police finally called Suzanne into the police station. Suzanne came into the police station at around 5.30pm. She made it clear straight away that she wasn't going to take a lie detector test. She felt that as a grieving mother, she was in no mindset to answer any questions and was persistent with the fact that she had nothing to do with the death of her little girl. I believe she was sent straight to the interrogation room anyway and was in there for eight hours before they got a confession out of her. Yes, that's correct. Eight hours until she finally confessed to killing her own stepdaughter. So now we're going to break down what actually happened on the 12th of February through Suzanne's perspective. After school, between the time of 4.30 to 5, Suzanne took Adeline to the park to play before going home for dinner. All was going well until Adeline started to have a tantrum about staying at Suzanne's house. Suzanne claimed that Adeline told her she wanted to stay at her real mom's house because she liked it better. This made Suzanne angry to the point that when they were walking back to the car, she pushed Adeline so hard that she fell and cracked her head open on the concrete. Surprisingly, no people were around to witness what happened. Suzanne claims they were the last to leave the park. After seeing that she just killed her child, she dragged her body across the storm drain knowing that it would be washed away that night as the storm was approaching. She laid Adeline's body under the bridge which was connected over the drain and placed her in the duck's corner so she wouldn't be seen. Suzanne then went on to get into her car and drive home. It was said once she got home at around 5.30pm, she grabbed cleaning supplies, a bucket, bleach, gloves, water and scrubbing brush and then walked back to the park. She arrived at the park around 5.55pm and started to clean the concrete. Mind you, there were still no people to be seen around at this time. Around 6.15pm, Suzanne begins to leave the park when she is stopped by Pete Andrews. He starts to question what she is doing out so late with cleaning supplies and walking home with no car. Suzanne claims that she had just finished a cleaning job at a house just across the street and her car was in the repair shop, so she just decided to just walk home as it did not bother her. Around 6.45pm, Suzanne arrived home and hid the cleaning products before calling Dave in distraught, telling him Adeline had disappeared. Dave tells her to call the police and he'll be home straight away. When it reaches 7 o'clock, Suzanne calls the police and explains that Adeline has gone missing. The police say there is nothing they can do straight away other than take a report and wait 24 hours before they can record it as a missing person and then go ahead with the search party. In Suzanne's report, she states that she had very bad hay fever and decided to take some Finergan to ease the symptoms. She claimed that she had felt drowsy and fell asleep on the park bench and as soon as she woke up, her daughter was not there. At 7.30pm, Dave comes home distressed. Suzanne gives him a hug and prepares a drink, which has a heavy dose of Finergan in it, for him to have while he sits down as she tells him what the police told her. It gets to 8pm until Dave crashes out in the lounge due to feeling drowsy and tired. Suzanne makes sure he is dead asleep and waits until 1 o'clock a.m. to sneak out of the house to dispose of the cleaning supplies. She takes her car down to the South River Bridge. Mind you, it is storming and there is heavy rainfall and throws the cleaning products over the bridge knowing it will flush out to sea. At 1.45 p.m., Suzanne arrives home and sneaks back into the house, disposes of her wet clothes and takes a high dosage of Finergan to knock her out and gets ready for bed. Right now, Suzanne McCarthy is serving a lifetime sentence for the murder of Adeline McCarthy in South River Prison. Thank you for joining us on this very wild case. We'll catch you next time on Crime Time. <laughs>